Good afternoon. You are tuned into WMSE 91.7 FM. It's two minutes past the hour six, and you know what the six o'clock hour on a Tuesday night means. It means you are tuned into WMSE's Local Live. My name is Aaron, one of the co-hosts of Local Live every single week. My my co-host, Cal Roach, cannot be here. He is Milwaukee filming it up tonight, and I'm hoping that he enjoys himself hugely. So, uh... Let him take a little break to enjoy the Milwaukee Film Festival. Um, but the show goes on, as always, as you might well know. And tonight, we have a really stellar solo guest to welcome, uh, Chris Rosno. Uh, you might know him of Volcano Choir and Collections of Colonies of Bees and Pele fame. But he also does time writing his own material using a uh, guitar and loop pedals and it's pretty incredible he just released uh, a uh, single this past summer a pair of songs and performed them for the eau claire's festival in eau claire wisconsin in july and uh re-performed them again at the cactus club and again uh in spring green recently so um we're going to be treated to those songs live on the air um, in just a moment. Um, so if you missed out on Eau Claire's and Cactus Club, you'll get to hear these songs live. And we're going to first thank the folks who make Local Live on WMSE possible. And then we'll be right back with some music. WMSE's Local Live is brought to you by The Garage, off Brady Street, next to the Hi-Hat Lounge. The Garage carries over 70 beers and features a menu of burger creations, wings, house-made sandwiches, and appetizers. The Garage hosts an extensive outdoor patio, is open daily at 11 a.m., and offers weekend brunch at 10 a.m. Information at garageonbrady.com. Thank you to The Garage for supporting Local Live and WMSE, and that is what you're tuned into right now. And this week we have a guest, Chris Rosno, and he is going to lead us off with a really great live set here, 20 minutes. So buckle yourselves in and be prepared and welcome Chris Rosno live from the Bob and Jeannie Friedman Performance Studios here on WMSE's Local Live.
Get more Milwaukee-made music on WMSE's local lunchbox every Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. when WMSE Midday hosts spin a handful of local music from newly released albums to some of their old favorites. Then tune in for the Boogie Bang Gang's Milltown Thang every Saturday at 1 p.m. featuring the best Milwaukee R&B, rap, and hip-hop. WMSE, providing you the best in local music daily at 1 p.m. Local Lunchbox on WMSE is supported by Outpost Natural Foods. This is Joe Wong, host of The Trap Set, a show about the lives of drummers. Drummers are usually the least interviewed members of the band, but they often have the most interesting things to say. From world-famous superstars to unheralded geniuses, The Trap Set features the life stories of the artists that laid the foundation for some of the greatest music ever created. Listen every Tuesday at noon, right here on 91.7 WMSE. Hey, this is Nick from Sylvanesso and Desaboli, and you're listening to 91.7 WMSE FM Milwaukee, my favorite radio station of all time. Tune in to Under the Needle, the KEXP Sessions. Exclusive live performances recorded in the shadow of the Space Needle. This week, we are joined by the Atlanta, Georgia band Algiers. Their music is one part punk rock, one part soul, and one part gospel. One-of-a-kind sessions from your favorite artists and from a few you're about to discover. From the studios of KEXP, it's Under the Needle. Tune in every Monday at noon for Under the Needle's KEXP sessions right here on WMSC 91.7 FM Milwaukee. tuned into local live on wmse and with me i have chris rose now hi guys <laughs> hi it's kind of weird having only one person in here because we always cal and i always go around and say introduce yourselves and that way <laughs> people can get the voice and the, the name and it's just you well so. let's make it easy i'm chris hi everybody <clears throat> so chris yes all right so um in milwaukee and wisconsin a lot of people know you by name you know everyone here's chris frosno and they think pele collections of colonies of bees and volcano choir and stuff but have you know have you ever thought about it in terms of you might not be as well known outside of the midwest and if you would ever embark on a solo tour how would you feel feel about going outside i mean i know you guys have gone to Japan quite yeah, often. Yeah, that's a that's a good question. Um, I I don't think I would ever plan the solo tour outside of the Midwest. Um, honestly, uh, a friend and bandmate of mine, Tom Winsack, departs on a solo tour tomorrow, and he was trying to coerce me into. Hi, Tom. He was trying to coerce me into going, and uh, I, I've got a bunch of stuff going on. I mean, I'm kind of joking, but yeah, I mean, I, I've just been doing the solo stuff uh, around here where we're people know me um more uh the japan thing is is interesting only because we've been i've been going there for all sorts of different um musical endeavors for a long time um and uh, i'd love to go there and, and do this do this stuff there um but we'll see. We'll see what happens in the future. All right. I didn't know that Tom was out on the road. Uh, he's not. He's. I'm actually driving him to the airport tomorrow morning. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good, good luck, Tom. All right. Um, so, you know, you've been so into the, the solo thing for, uh, you know, Eau Claire's and for that cactus show and for the barn that you just played out in Spring Green. Um, I know that... Y- most of the time your projects take up you know the majority of your your musical time so are you 
Are you getting ready to prep for any particular project for 2016 the most? Is that kind of why you're like, you know, getting it all out for solo stuff? Yeah, I, I mean, this kind of started, this solo thing, um, putting this together started kind of at the beginning of this year for, for something, like you said, for that Eau Claire Festival in the middle of summer. And then um, people have kind of, it just there's just been occasions for me to do it again, like really nice um, occasions. So while it's dusted off and up and running, I might as well do it. Um, and so uh, this is, I think maybe this is the last time I'm doing it, um, the stuff from Eau Claire's, but I'm also... I'm I'm kind of shifting gears because there's a, an Alverno Presents um, event on the 17th of this month um, called Prince Uncovered that I'm going to participate in. Um, and so I'm kind of, after this, I will dump all of this out of my brain and, and occupy my my brain space with, with Prince, which I've been kind of doing already, mm-hmm. um, which has been really interesting. So yeah... Um, uh, up up until the seventeenth, it's going to be Prince, and then I don't really have anything planned for what's next. Um, but we're always kind of writing for different projects and and everything. So uh, I'm sure something interesting will happen. Yeah, and I mean, Bees already did release something earlier in the year. It was just really low key. It was really low key. Uh, we released a record in Japan um, and toured on it a couple years, year and a half ish ago. Um, and so we finally just kind of got it out in the U.S. or everywhere, I guess, just on our Bandcamp site. Um, yeah, no, it's a great record. Uh, it, it's been a long time coming. Um, Nick Sanborn from Sylvan Esso actually plays Rhodes on that record, and it's been—it just seems like forever ago since that was happening with all the you know crazy Sylvan Esso stuff going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, we'll see. Maybe more B stuff. Maybe who, who knows. Okay. Um, so you've generally played and written with the same group of people for years and years and years. How do you keep yourself motivated and on task when you're writing your solo material and planning for shows? Because it <laughs> seems like you're kind of, you know, your your bands are your family members and they probably, you get used to writing a certain way or practicing a certain way with that group of people. Yeah, no, that's a good question. Um, uh, the answer... I don't know what the answer is. Fear of screwing this whole thing up. Like, you know, because there's no, you know, whatever. It's just me up there. So if I screw it up, you know, it it would just be a a letdown. Plus, I I don't get a chance to do it that often. It's not like I'm on tour doing this. Like, oh, well, I blew it in, you know, in Michigan. I'll have tomorrow night in Chicago. You know what I mean? There's So my motivation is just to really be as practiced and rehearsed and kind of in the in the right brain space as I can be um but it, to the spirit of your question is is right on point i mean it is boring just going like trying to go up to our rehearsal space by myself and be by myself and try to be creative and i mean it's fine and like i like it um but i would never do it all the time it's way more fun to play with fun people all right that's what i figured yeah (laughs) i just wasn't sure if you're like the lone wolf or whatever Mm -mm. (laughs) Um, no no this was a this was kind of a specific request that i mm -hmm. that i wanted to kind of undertake cool cool um i'm curious to know i know we we're trying to keep this super brief so you can get out there and and you know wow us with your with some more music um but i want to know when did you first pick up a guitar and was it acoustic was it electric like what was your what were your first experiences with guitar yep my first guitar was my mom's old uh cat gut uh nylon big uh guitar that she had i still have um the action is impossible i mean the thing's impossible to play the action it's like the, the strings are an inch off the fretboard um and it was purely driven by just wanting to play Metallica songs. You know what I mean? And it was just like I screwed around with it, and I, I, I never really – I took a couple lessons, just kind of like figure out the folk chords type thing. But then from there on, it was just kind of um, – then it was just a normal, like, 15-year-old rock and roll dream. What? But no, I was, you know, it was just yeah. like trying to play whatever I could, you know, yeah. get guitar player magazines and figure everything out, even the stuff I hated. 
I mean, yeah, most people, like, when they first start out, don't have the ideal instrument. No, one no yes, you. right, right. Like some sweet axe. <laughs> but, but, no, it's true. But, I mean, I would advocate for it because if you can play on, a, on an instrument like that, when you actually get a proper instrument that's, like, set up correctly, um, it's, it's, like, it, it's just super easy. You know, mm-hmm. so it's, I think it's great to, to play on, on challenging instruments like that. And then once you, when you kind of settle into something that you're really comfortable with, it's, it's a lot easier. Yeah, for sure. Um, so when did you discover the, the power of pedals? Because your solo work, you build around pedals because you know, you're up there by yourself and you use it to create sounds like from different angles. I mean, you can explain it better than I can. Yeah, no, that was a great explanation. I mean, really, I mean, I guess there's two questions, right? I guess my, you know, I had pedals, whatever, when I was growing, distortion pedals and delay pedals and all that kind of stuff. But I think the the kind of the DNA of this setup and what I've really been doing for a long time, I guess now, kind of started with um, a band called Don Caballero, a guitar player um, Ian Williams, who... Um, was using these Akai Headrush, I don't want to get into those technical stuff, but using these loop pedals where he can play something and record something live, and then it keeps playing. And, um, and the way that he approached those pedals, really, uh, it really had an impact on me. It really resonated with me, and so I got, uh, I got that pedal right away. And I've just been screwing. It's still my favorite loop pedal. Um, I've got a bunch out there that I was playing through right now. Do they make them? They don't. They don't make. They don't make the version that I like anymore. Uh, they make a different version. But um, I just have an eBay <laughs> alert on all the time. Mm-hmm. Anyone wants to sell an Akai Headrush E1? Give me a call. Um, I'm always in the market for them because they don't make them anymore, and uh, I really like them. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah, I mean, as far as like what I'm doing out there conceptually, it's pretty easy. There's just a bunch of loop pedals that I play live into and record different phrases and then they make a loop out of them and they keep playing them. Um, and so if you put that on top of the fact that I have three amps and a little box that can send the sound to whatever amp I want, um, I can have this, this piece of music that's all of the amps are in time with one another, but they're all playing different things. And so I'm really kind of that's what I've been interested in lately is, is getting that really um, either kind of both like that polyphonic back and forth um, sound, sometimes with, with a tempo, sometimes without, but having everything linked up so it sounds like there's a million people playing, but it's just me. And there's nothing. It's all done live. There's no computer. There's no anything. So if I screw it up, that's it. I screwed it up. <laughs> Pressure. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> Um, you described like those loops as, you know, the pedals talking to each other, basically. So when you're creating these songs and the pedals are talking to each other, do you ever like imagine when you're writing that, you know, it's human voices creating a conversation? Uh, no, I I guess I wouldn't put it exactly like that, but I mean, the spirit of that is in there. I mean, Mm -hmm. what's really interesting to me when I, what, what, I guess what, one of the things that kind of keeps me going is the kind of random thing that happens by the nature of my setup where I can I'm playing something over here like the the very first thing I did tonight it's all I mean it's it's completely it's not completely random but it's pretty much random and so it's different every time and so hearing the different uh voices and phrasings and different chord combinations that come together um by by total chance is always really rewarding when it works out and so I think that that's the that's the name of the game for me is trying to set things up such that it it works out more often than not yeah yeah well I wanted to ask you real quick um I noticed on the singles you have up on Bandcamp which people can find right yeah it's just uh if you look at Bandcamp it's just my name Chris Rosano you can find him and uh the one the last song you have is it called Flynn or is it uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, you have family members enlisted to play on it, which I'm wondering, did you have to twist their arms to play? No, my daughters were like five and seven, so I just told them to play. And it, that that was great, too, um, in the kind of random nature of this stuff. Uh, you know, I, they didn't have to play anything in time. They're just kind of like, um, 
doing some things in in the background uh and but my wife plays flute and my brother-in-law plays trumpet and so i thought it was i thought i mean like like you had said earlier i mean everyone i mean everyone that i play with is musical family to me and i just thought i kind of wanted the kids to play on it and then i'm like well geez you know tracy plays flute let's say i never had flute on anything yeah she's sitting right here play flute (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it worked out it's great um so real quick the the alverno presents thing you're gonna play next um part of what you're going to be playing for uh, the prince uncovered event exactly so how did you set about picking the songs you wanted to reinterpret as alverno calls it like w- would you you know consider yourself a casual or a deep-seated prince fan like how easy or hard was this for you yeah that's a great question so um the the one piece that I'm going to be doing solo that I'll be playing in a second here, um, I just knew uh, uh, Nathaniel, the, one of the guys organizing everything, emailed the whole group and said, here's a Google document, sign up for your song. And I was just like, I will die for you. That's it. I would die for you or whatever. Um, I don't know. I, had, I didn't even listen to it. I was just like, I just remember always liking that song and liking that record. Um, and so... I picked it and then I was like, oh man, I really hope I can do this. But it's been really, it's been really interesting kind of digging into the way that Prince writes because I, I, I am a fan and like I'm a fan of Prince, more of the old stuff, you know, Purple Rain kind of era, but I'm a fan. He's such a crazy musician and like such a crazy guitar player. Like I think a lot of people think of him as this really polished kind of pop guy and if you've ever seen this guy play guitar it's just I mean it's insane it's just grit and dirt and it's it's perfect you know so I, I wanted to well, once I kind of signed up for the song I was like I know I'm going to do this song I know I'm going to do it with this current equipment that that I was just playing the other stuff with and so then I just like we were talking about before I just kept going up to the rehearsal space and kind of hammering it out um, and I also take a small liberty on this song and kind of do a little guitar solo, which I never, ever do. Um, So that's been really fun, too, like kind of reconnecting those neural pathways because I haven't they haven't been connected for a while. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Well, let's let you go and reconnect them. Right on. (laughs) Sounds good. All right. I'll talk to you in a minute. All right. Sounds good. Chris Rosno is going to go out there and uh, play I Will Die For You, which I'm dying to hear. So (laughs) we'll be right back with more music from Chris Rosno on Local Live in just a moment. Hey, this is Chris from Field Report, and you're listening to 91.7 WMSE-FM, Milwaukee. WMSE once again presents the Sound Vision Program at this year's Milwaukee Film Festival. This year's films, handpicked by the team at Milwaukee Film, reflects the diversity of music, just like WMSE. The Milwaukee Film Festival takes place from September 24th to October 8th. This season's movies include Breaking a Monster, Eden, The Glamour and the Squalor, Seymour, An Introduction, Stop Making Sense, Theory of Obscurity, a film about the residents, The Winding Stream, and The Wrecking Crew. For more information, please go to wmsc.org slash calendar. Hi, this is Jim O'Rourke. Jim O'Rourke. When I'm in Milwaukee, I'm always listening to WMSE. WMSC is proud to bring our listeners Local Live each and every Tuesday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. Local Live on WMSC is sponsored by The Garage and airs live from the Bob and Jeannie Performance Studio each week for one full hour. Each guest musician's diverse influences and insights are sandwiched in between those great and equally diverse and unscripted performances you've come to expect from local musicians hailing from Milwaukee and right next door. Hosted by WMSC Music Director Aaron Wolf and her co-host Cal Roach, Local Live is engineered by WMSC's Billy Cicerelli, who puts the shine on the audio that WMSC listeners have come to expect. Tune in each Tuesday at 6 p.m. for WMSC's Local Live, WMSC.org to stream live or in the archives, or 91.7 on your radio dial. More about Local Live at WMSC.org schedule. 
My name is David Ravel. I'm the director of Alverno Presents, the performing arts series at Alverno College. Uh, we've been underwriting with WMSC for at least 10 years. We support MSC because Alverno Presents and WMSC share a very strong interest in national and international artists and placing Milwaukee artists within this larger context. So it makes perfect sense that WMSC is a place where Alverno Presents wants to be. Make your Milwaukee business a supporting partner of WMSC. Call 414-277-4514 or go online at WMSC.org. You are tuned in to WMSC 91.7 FM. We're going to throw it back to Chris Rosano, who is our local live guest tonight. He's going to be doing his reinterpretation of Prince's I Will Die For You right now here on Local Live. Thank you. 
WMSC 91.7 FM Milwaukee. Your champion for local music since 1981. Stop and listen! WMSC's acclaimed weekly segment, Local Live, is now available as a free downloadable podcast, conveniently side-by-side with all of your favorite music podcasts over at iTunes. Listen to each week's edition of Local Live after it happens every Tuesday night and absorb some of Milwaukee and Wisconsin's most creative, complex, and charismatic music, stories, and personalities. Go to iTunes and type in WMSE to find Local Live as a podcast, along with other great WMSE podcasts, including The Disclaimer and Trap Set with Joe Wong. This is Jay Berseth, and I support WMSE because of the work being done every day to express local music on air and in the community. WMSE staff and DJs dedicate themselves to curate music programming all day, every day. WMSE is Milwaukee's source for jazz, blues, metal, hip-hop, electronic, punk, and many other genres that are ignored by every other radio station. This station's DJs express rare and local music every hour of every day. Join me in supporting WMSE by becoming a Sound Citizen sustaining member and a proud supporter. Just go to WMSE.org right now. Welcome back. Chris Rosano. I don't know. I've never heard that, that song done in quite such a way. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. you can hear it again on the 17th uh, for that Alverno Presents uh, Prince Uncovered thing. It should be pretty wild, man. It should be pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. To say the least. Um, if, if you're tuning in and you just caught the tail end of that, that was Chris's version of I Would Die For You from Prince. All right. So Chris Rosano, we come to the, the segment portion where you pick a song that's influenced you or an artist that's influenced you and you've got Mr. Jim O'Rourke. Yeah, uh, so I picked this song uh, for a couple reasons, I guess. Um, the, the first is when, um, about a year ago, I guess, when when Justin asked me to do that Eau Claire Festival, uh, I had no idea what to do. And I'd done some solo stuff every, it seems like almost every four years or something, I'd do something and I'm kind of like, I don't want to... I don't want to do that same stuff. Um, I want to do something different, you know, and I kind of had this rig in mind, but I didn't know where, where to put my fingers. I didn't know what to play. Um, and I was taking a walk at work, listening to this Jim O'Rourke record. Um, I'm happy and I'm a singing and a one, two, three, four. Uh, it's not a super well-known Jim O'Rourke record, um, but I had it on my phone. And the whole thing is... It just, it totally, th- that specific record and this song inspired me. That was like my jumping off point to, to do to do that Eau Claire Fest. Because, and you'll hear it when you play this song, it, it, it was, it, it seems like, I have no idea how he did it, but it seems like, like he just kind of put a bunch of things that he maybe had started or something that he liked um, and chopped them all up and, and, and kind of arranged them into these these different compositions, but there's this really random nature to the way they sound, and it, it's almost like I, I I would it I would not be surprised if he were surprised as it was kind of coming together because it, it has that really sp- spontaneous and fresh and really uncomposed um, nature, and so I wanted to play that song because that was kind of how how that's where my brain was when I started to think about doing doing this stuff uh, plus the fact that um I I've been a Jim O'Rourke fan for a long time all all of his guitar stuff from you know the more fey kind of you know bad timing kind of stuff all insane to his super experimental um material I always um really like it so I thought uh, he's kind of he's kind of in there with me um somehow so i thought that was apropos as well 
All right. All right. Yeah. I mean, I could, I listened to it a little bit beforehand. Mm-hmm. And yes, I get it. <laughs> oh, good. All right. Well, good. Then maybe it'll make sense. Yeah, it will totally make sense. So uh, Jim O'Rourke for This Is Your Song with Chris Rose now. We'll, we'll t- give this a little spin and we'll be right back in just a moment. While you're in the world to do it but we have to put jim in the background here <laughs> that's all right it's a long song it's big it's surprise great. right yeah. coming for me sorry no 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 it's like five minutes five minutes to go so you should seek this one out jim o'rourke and i'm singing um 2001 on Mego records yep all right all right chris so one last time where can people find your music and where can people see you play yeah. Um, so right now, um, like like you were saying, Aaron, I have some solo uh, material up on Bandcamp. Um, so if you just go to Bandcamp and search for Chris Rosano, you can find it. Uh, the, like you had mentioned too, that last collection, the Colonies of Bees record, is there. And then there's obviously other projects that I've been involved with that can be um, easily obtained. Um, and yeah, the next thing coming up, like we were talking about, is this is this uh, Alverno presents Prince Uncovered thing, uh, the seventeenth Saturday, the seventeenth of October. Um, it's going to be really interesting. So I've seen, I mean, probably you know ten percent of of what's going to be happening, and 
it's just been mind-blowing. All of the people that are involved, and I think it's going to be really interesting because there's going to be, I think there's going to be some performances where you'll be like, oh yeah, that's that song, and they kind of do the song, and it's really, really good, and then there'll be some performances that are super out, you know, and it'll be a, a nice mix of everything from a bunch of really talented Milwaukee people who who aren't just doing like, oh, this is I'm doing this solo, and then someone else gets on stage. Like, the whole thing has been total typical Wisconsin, utter collaboration from the get-go. Everyone's playing with everyone else. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just really looking... F- I'm looking forward to watching... more watching the stuff that I'm not playing on. It's going to be great. Yeah, it, it seems like it's a layered and... Um interesting event we'll yeah. just keep it at that and and alverno presents always does stuff really well they take really good care of the the people that um are are performing they're a great organization and so i'm really happy to be involved with it all right october 17th indeed all right chris it's been a total pleasure having Aaron, you on. thank you very much yeah. it's been my pleasure as well absolutely okay so go find the band camp for chris rose now and uh, look for him and another band near you, <laughs> Coco Bees and Volcano Choir, and wish you all the best of luck. Cool. Thanks, Aaron. All right. So it is currently 62 degrees here in Milwaukee under mostly cloudy skies for the rest of the night. Uh, we've got a low of 54, uh, pretty pleasant otherwise, mostly sunny tomorrow with a high of 64 uh, you are tuned into 91.7 FM WMSC Milwaukee. We are Frontier Radio, a live and listener-supported broadcast to the Milwaukee School of Engineering. My name is Aaron. You've been tuned into Local Live, and Local Live is a production of WMSC Radio, recorded and broadcast live from the Bob and Jeannie Friedman Live Performance Studio on the downtown campus of the Milwaukee School of Engineering, and Local Live is produced by Aaron Wolf. Cal Roach, Don Moore, and engineered by Billy Cicerelli with photos by Deb Duris. Hospitality for Local Live, artists provided by Milwaukee Pizza Company, who can be found at milwaukeepizzacompany.com, by Sprecker Brewing Company, more info at sprackerbrewing.com, and Anodyne Coffee, who are found online at anodynecoffee.com. And for upcoming guests and archives of past Local Live performances, visit wmsc.org and also look for us on iTunes. We are a podcast. And uh, tune in again again next Tuesday at 6 p.m. for another edition of Local Live with If I Had a Hi-Fi. Latest Flim Records is doing their last hurrah, so this is If I Had a Hi-Fi's last radio appearance ever. So tune in next week on Local Live.